Hey, what's going on, guys? It's JC Sporecast, and we are back today for another podcast. See you guys. As you guys know, you know, the NHL playoffs have started. We had some games yesterday. Today, the Maple Leafs will play the Tampa Bay Lightning in game one of round one. And we've got our little preview and predictions for you guys. But as usual, you guys know who's on the podcast today. Dad, how are you today? And uh, yeah, it's you know what time it is, obviously, this time of the year. You know, since yesterday, a lot of the games, uh, you know, watched uh, most of the games yesterday. And then, uh, yeah. of course, with the Leafs playing today, um, you know, that that butterfly feeling in your stomach that excitement uh yeah. just uh is is uh is unbelievable and i uh, can't wait for tonight yeah and it's gonna be you know i like how the leafs have home ice advantage i know you know it, ha- it hasn't worked out but those fans and i know they get made fun of like oh the suits look if you look at the fans in the atmosphere those are diehard fans maybe there's some suit guys whatever because the ticket prices are insane as you as you know like we checked but there's a lot of dire fans who just don't go to any games in the in regular season, and then they'll, they'll they'll spend that money for game one, game two, whatever, game four or five. But yeah, it's it's gonna be a really exciting time. Um, we're almost there at puck drop. Uh, it's shortly after twelve o'clock, and I think it's a seven thirty start. So it's it's gonna be exciting. Um, but let's kick things off. Let's look at these lines. So we we discussed about Matthew Nyes and all that. Um, but Tampa Bay looks like they're going with their usual lines of Stamkos, Point, and Kucherov, a really good first line. Hagel, Shirelli, and Killorn, Colton, Paul, and Essimont, Maroon, Belmar, and Perry, and then Hedman and Perbix, Sergachev, Radish, Cole, Cernak, and then obviously Vasilevsky in between the pipes. Um, it doesn't look like Janot is going to be playing, but I believe John Cooper said that he's more now day-to-day instead of week-to-week, so maybe I'm, I'm assuming I'm, I'd probably put Money on it that he starts in game three. If, if he does, I don't see him starting in game two. But the Leafs, you know, we, we talked about what they're going to do in the lineups. So let's start with the defense as expected. McCabe and Brody, Giordano Hole, Riley and Shen, Samsonov in between the pipes. But they go with their usual fourth line, Kerfoot, Achari, Yarncroke. Third line of Ashton Reese, Kampf, and Lafferty. And um, Tavares, O'Reilly, and Nylander. And then Bunting, Matthews, Marner. So they kind of switched it up. Usually you see guys like, um, I, 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 sorry, the third line is more Ashnerese, Kampf, and Lafrey. I don't know why it's listed as a third line, but they're they're the fourth line. Um, but you see O'Reilly is on the second line. We we talked about it down, obviously, that where is he going to slot in the lineup? I'll ask you first, what are your thoughts on the Leafs lineup? You know, you don't see Yarncroke on the first line. He's more on the third line. And and you see Bunting on the top pair. So what, what are your thoughts on the line combinations? Do you agree with it? Um, going into game one, obviously. Yeah, you know, listen, I think uh, most of the year, this is how it was really set up before uh, Riley uh, joined. Uh, so I think they just want to go go with that in game one. Um, I would have uh, liked to see Jan Kroc on the first line. Yeah. Uh, I just think that um, him and Matthews, I mean, Matthews and Marner, obviously, you know, we know their chemistry, but it's just, uh, uh, I think that even with the him, uh, Matthews had a lot of chemistry. Um, you know, it would have uh, it would have been nice to see. Yeah. Um, honestly, you know, my heart still says that Matthew Nyes uh, could have been penciled in there. Uh, yeah. It would have been uh, fun to see. I think he can handle this. Um, but like when you look at the you know the the top two lines, um, you know, I think you know they can win this series on their own for us. Um, so uh, you know, I'm happy with uh, with this, and um, you know, I think uh, they'll get the job done for sure. 
Yeah, and then, you know, I, I think that Sheldon Keefe had a good thing, a little point that he said, you know, Nice hasn't even seen Scotiabank Arena. He hasn't participated in the practice. So I think that leaves leeway for maybe a game two or three start. But if you win tonight, I, I don't see them changing up the lines for game two. Like, if you win, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, I think they'll keep the same lines. But I expect him to get some ice time in this series. I think he's definitely going to get some ice time in this series. He's, he's good enough. Maybe a few bad shifts from guys like Lafferty, or Ashton Reese. I don't see Ashton Reese coming out. I think it, it would be Lafferty. But if he's he, if he's not the same player he is in, in games one and two, then I'd see Nyes in game three. Um, but it, it looks like a good starting lineup. Obviously, like you said, those first two lines, like those are superstar lines in the, as your top two, as your bottom six. Like those are very good lines. And, and you got a 40 goal scorer. You got a guy that got 99 points. You got Ryan O'Reilly who plays his best hockey in the playoffs. John Tavares has had a great year. Bunting has, you know, he, he hasn't been really consistent, but I'm hoping in the playoffs now he'll kick it up a notch, knowing that this is a contract year, knowing that he's got a very big opportunity. But these are really good lines. I'm really looking forward to seeing what they can do. Um, but now we've asked this question the entire year. Do you still believe, based off, you know, we, we asked this, but maybe this will be the last time, is everything on the line here in this seven-game series um, for the Leafs. Like, I, I truly believe that I, I I think that if they do lose, which, you know, it, there's always a possibility that a, a team's going to lose, but I, I fear that they will get rid of Dubis, and that's not the right move. In, in my opinion, that's not the right move. He's done all the right things. He's brought in all the right players. He made all the right moves. Like, what would you have done differently at the trade deadline? Um, Like, this is not his typical moves that he's made. You know, in the past, he's been more skilled against the grit. He still had the grit, but he's been more skill, skill, skill. And then he gets guys like O'Reilly, Achari, Lafferty, McCabe. Like, these are fantastic. Luke Shen. These are fantastic pickups that he's made. I fear that if they do lose, that he will be fired. And they, and whoever comes in is going to shake up the roster. Um, but at the same time, I, I, I don't see them not having a, a one-year deal a two-year deal, three deal in place to let him trade first-round picks like this. Like, does he, if he's on a contract year, why would you let him trade, you know, two first-round picks? But I, I, I would definitely like to see him re-sign. I want to get your thoughts, Dad. Hopefully this is the last time we touch up on this and, and they win and we never have to talk about this again. But your thoughts, obviously, before game one, jobs are on the line. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, uh, you, you cannot be, you know, a year in, year out, um, losing the first round. And with with, with yeah. the firepower that we have this year, I mean, even, you know, we've had these guys together for, you know, the last three, four years. Um, it, it should not be happening. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, you can't get rid of the whole team. So what do you do? You know, you you do a major, you know, change in the, in the front office just to, you know, shake things up. Um, and uh, I think, uh, you know, that, that that's going to happen for sure then. And I, you know, I think not only Dubas, I think, uh, there could, you know, there, there will be a coaching change. Yeah. Um, you know, I think uh, Dubas has had, had promised uh, Nylander that he would never trade him as long as he's here. If he's not here, I, I can honestly see because every yeah. time, you know, there's anything, it's always like, you know, trade Nylander. Um, I think, you know, we, we've had debates with other guys about this. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, you're you're definitely gonna see a lot of changes if 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 you know if they lose in the first round again, you know, starting from the front office all the way down to the ice. Um, 
you know, and uh, it would be unfortunate because, as you said, he's done everything this year. Yeah, uh, he's, yeah. He's sort of given us, you know, grit, uh, scoring, uh, some, you know, a, a player like O'Reilly. Um, and then, you know, and then if, if, if it doesn't get done this year, uh, my God, I would, uh, I'm scared to see what the team yeah. uh, look like next year, uh, you know, in the front office and on the ice. Yeah, and some to wrap this topic up, some good news maybe Kyle, uh, on Kyle Dubas. Elliot Freeman on his latest 32 thoughts, he said, okay, Kyle Dubas, in the aftermath of the regular season, talking to other teams, it's amazing how they perceive what's happening in Toronto. They find it hard to believe he's leaving. They think all the rumors, just as various stakeholders, sable rattling and negotiating through the media, he says, and I quote, he's got the best winning percentage among GMs post-expansion in franchise history. He's not going anywhere, one executive laughed. Yes, 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 we all know the playoff issue. Remember the ownership structure in Toronto. Rogers, 37.5%. Bell, 37.5%. And Larry Tannenbaum, 25 I do believe at one point in relatively recent history, a contract extension for Dubas was proposed only to be blocked because there wasn't enough ownership support. That's where Maple Leaf Sport and Entertainment is right now. Um, and then, you know, he he has mentioned that he says, I don't believe Kyle Dubas is going anywhere on the Jeff Merrick show. He said that. I believe he's going to be in Toronto. And if they win, you, 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 you know that he's getting that contract extension. Whether it's two, three years, he deserves it. Um, and I truly believe that when they get it done, He's getting that contract extension, and and I'd love to see it happen. Maybe if they win a first round series, the day after you see Kyle Dubas is extended, but they won't take that away from the team. It'll be done this in in the off season, of course. But um, X factors, you know, we talked about this last year. X factors going into the season now, or sorry, into the series now. This I'll I'll leave this up to you, Dad. You know, you could pick any little specific thing. It could be bottom six scoring. It could be defensive structures. Whatever you want to be. What is your X factor in the series? Now I know it could even be like you know Victor Hedman. Is he going to play to his level of play? But in my opinion, and I, I love that Elliot included this in his thirty-two thoughts. My X factor in this series is the Toronto Maple Leafs power play. Now he broke it down for me. I'm glad he did because I was actually going to check myself. He says that you know the power play in five of their six playoff defeats was worse and substantially worse than in the regular season the one exception was 2018 where it went from 25% to 26.7 so if you look at the 2017 series 23.8% in the regular season 16.7 2019 21.8 18.8 2020 23.1 to 15.4 and then 2021, 20 to 13. And last year, 27.3 to 14.3. Like that is like that is such a substantial drop-off. This power play, you designed this team based on offense and skill. You said that this power play is going to put you over the edge. All this skill, all this talent, the power play has to be at the top of its game. This is what's going to put you over the hump. This is what's going to differentiate you from other teams in competing for the Stanley Cup because you you're so offensively you know, structure that your cap is so offensively tied. This is what should put you over the hump. And I really hope that they figure this out. I, I don't get it. What happens in the power play? Like, are they nervous? Like you're a really good power play hockey team. Every year you're in the top five, top five, top four, whatever it is. So I really hope that they get it together in the power play. I'm curious, you know, your take on the power play. And if your X factor is different dad on, on this series, like what would you say is the biggest X factor going into this series? You know, honestly, to me, I think there, there's a few things in play. I mean, if you want to, you know, uh, really look at it, one thing, 
you know, I would say that, um, you know, uh, the biggest difference in this series is going to be our star players committing to a two-way game. Uh, what they've done that whole season, and I think, you know, and, and, and this is what they were building up to it. And that's going to be the biggest, biggest factor as far as, um, you know, according to me anyways. But I think there's other, other, other things. I just think that Tampa's had three good year late runs, you know, making to the cup, winning two, losing one. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just wondering how much hunger still is there um, in the team. They've lost some key players. And yep. um, and I think in another thing which I think we kind of lacked, or uh, you know, the last few years was our third and fourth line really weren't yeah. uh, scoring. So everything had to be relied on, you know, our top guys. And then it's easy to stop two, three guys. Uh, you know, and then it is to stop, uh, yeah, you know, twelve guys. Uh, yeah. So I think that's that's one of the one of the things uh, that that's really really uh, gonna matter. Um, I, with our power play, you know, I, I just think that. Um, uh, maybe, we just need to maybe switch up one or two things. I, I you know, of late, um, I mean, when they're clicking, they're clicking. It's just uh, I think teams have kind of figured out that you know they, it's going to go across to Matthews, maybe uh, you know, put Marner in a different spot. Um, but I, I, and and I think uh, they, they most likely will bring Nylander back to the top power play. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I think uh, you know, with him on the second power play, they've actually looked fairly good. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it, you know, can't really hurt us even if they don't, um, I think we can use his finesse, yeah. uh, on, on, on the top, top line and, um, power play anyways. And, uh, and then, you know, things, things will work out, but, uh, I, yeah, I just, I just think that, uh, the way our players have committed playing two way game is going to be a huge, huge advantage for us. Yeah. And, and I like how you brought up the, you know, they, they, they've lost a few players, you know, they don't have Andre Palat and Ryan McDonough. Like we, we've we said this before, but how many big goals did Andre Palat score last year? You know, I think it was the curve of turnover. And I believe it was game six where he, he passes the puck, but Brody's going off for a change. Palat comes up, scoops a puck and just snipes it. Like even uh, in the Stanley Cup finals. He scored, I believe, and it was it was in game five. It was like a close game, and then he put the game away. And he scored a lot of big goals. And Ryan McDonough, he scored a big goal against the Leafs too. When the Leafs tried to come back in game five, he tied things up, and then Matthews scored right after. But he's really he's been a really good defensive help for them last year. And they lost that, and and that's why I think Victor Hedman hasn't looked the same. He's got to shelter most of the load on the, on the defensive end. And I, I don't think they're the same team. Like they're beat up, they're hurt, they're injured, they're tired. They are not as good as they were before. I know they've been to three straight Stanley Cup finals. That's fair, but they are not the same team. And I like the Nylander point. You know, I think him on the second power play has let him be a more free player because he's the top guy on that power play. It's him. He's the main guy. And I know he may not be happy that he's not on the first line. Well, you know what? If he scores a goal every now and then uh, in on the power play, you're going to go back. You know, this is not a um, permanent thing. It's just temporarily um, that they're putting Ryan O'Reilly in the top line, which I kind of like to see what they do with that. I, I think it's a really good move. And yeah, these lines, they're going to be changing. You expect that if the Leafs go up, expect Ryan O'Reilly to play on the third line. These are going to be changing lines, more defensive lines. I think Keith will learn from his mistakes. He was out coached before. He's probably learned. He looks like he's learned. The team's dialed in. And this just feels different because of the moves that they made, the style that they're playing. Everyone's committing, as, to, as you said, to your point, the two-way game. And let's see what happens tonight. But to wrap things up, 
series prediction. Now I'll, I'll start, you know, last year I said Leafs in five and I'm going to stick to Leafs in five this year. Um, I really want to say my prediction is no prediction. I just hope the Leafs get it done. But if I was to say something, I believe it's going to be Leafs in five. I think the Leafs can wrap things up in five or six. But if it goes to that game seven, I, I don't think they have a shot. Honestly, I, I don't think they have a shot because of the whole mental block. I think there's just too much riding on it. And maybe they prove me wrong, but I don't like their chance in another game seven. But I do think they're the better team. Leafs in five is my is my prediction. And dad, your prediction for the series uh, of the Leafs and Lightning. I, I I don't think it's going to be a long series. I think, um, you know, as far as our, our team goes, um, they absolutely know what it takes to get it done now. Uh, they're hungry. Yeah. Um, they've done every single thing to prepare for this <laughs> leading up to this in the 82 games. Yeah. Uh, and I think I think they're ready. Um, uh, honestly, if it, I'd be very surprised that even if, if it goes to game six, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you that I think yeah. these guys will get it done in uh, in five games because um, just 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 the way they you know they've approached the whole season uh, you know they've been build, building up to this and um, I think they're comfortable uh, you know in, in 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 the whole team and in each other that um, I don't think mm-hmm. anybody's uh, gonna stop them and uh, they're ready. Yeah, and you know I I. I agree with you you know if if you change the names of these teams from the lace and the lightning to a different team and you say these are the two teams based off the regular season and then based off the players whatever who do you think is going to win and i think we all agree on who we believe is going to win but based on the fact that it's the leafs and they don't have that you know they don't have the same backing of a toronto tampa bay lightning that you know the tampa bay lightning's got it done they don't have that. They don't. They they haven't proven anything. So, I know why people are saying that you know the Lightning are going to win. I know a lot of Leafs haters. I don't know what Frank Zervali, what's up with him. Like you know, he didn't break the Ryan O'Reilly trade, but since that trade, he's been really anti-Leafs. Mark Spector on Sportsnet, he's also been anti-Leafs. He's at Leafs Nation. It's time to bl- block out all the noise. You know, th- this is a really good team. You guys should feel confident. You guys should feel proud of what they're going to do because they are really built for success. And I love this saying, you know, I, I've, I've really quoted a lot as of late, but it was Dubas in, in an interview on, I think it was 31 thoughts at the time. Now they obviously the 32 thoughts, but with Jeff Merrick and Elliot Friedman, where he said, the question was, how are you going to keep Nylander, Marner and Matthews? And he said, we can, and we will. And I truly believe that the Leafs this year, we can, and we will, they will get it done. This is their year. Um, but dad, any last words on the podcast today? Before, you know, well, obviously our new schedule is after every Leafs game the day after we'll cover. So we will be back tomorrow covering game one. We still will have promo school on Thursday. And then obviously Friday and Sunday will be games two and three. We'll cover those. But any last words today on a big Maple Leafs game day? I hope for a similar result to last year where they just beat them down. I hope they really take games one and two because that will ease the pressure on the franchise and, and, and the fan base that, you know, maybe you just need to get a split for games three and four. But the series doesn't really begin until a team loses on home ice. The Leafs have home ice. I hope they really win these two games and, and defend home ice. But your last words today on a very, very big time as a Maple Leafs fan. Yeah, you know, I, I totally agree with you with the home ice. I think, you know, living here, you've probably been out. Uh, you know, the, the city's a buzz. You know, it's uh, people are ready. Uh, I think that, you know, the, the players see that and then they feed off of that. 
and you're going to see that on the ice tonight from from all of them. Uh, yeah. You know, people are just going. Uh, it, 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 see, the thing is, it's not just the, that you know all the fans. There, there's a lot of hitters that, that that don't like the Leafs. You know, they're they're a buzz as well. You know, yeah. going off. Oh, they're going to lose again. So it's it's just you know a lot of a lot of built up energy. And uh, you know, I and and I, you know, home ice and players are gonna feed off of that, and and it's, it's just uh, it's it's gonna show on the ice tonight. So, um, you know, I'm ready. I can't wait. Yeah, and you know the the games we got to see yesterday. I'm glad they're playing second. The home ice is crazy. Like that Oilers, I'm, I'm surprised they lost, but that Oilers atmosphere. You didn't see a single LA Kings jersey. There definitely was, but man, it, it it was all orange in the crowd, and the Boston fans were like partying it up, but. Let's see what happens tonight, guys. We can and we will. The Maple Leafs take on the Lightning tonight in Game 1. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Go Leafs, go, guys.